a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. Mighty God, I praise your holy name for your mercy, your kindness, and your favor unto us. We appreciate you. We thank you for your kindness, your faithfulness, and your love. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praises. We declare there is no one like you. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords. You are the ancient of days. We appreciate you. We give you all the honor. We give you all the glory. Be thy exalted in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Lift up your voice and begin to appreciate the name of the Lord. Say, Lord, I thank you for the privilege and grace that you have given unto me and my household to see yet another weekend, to see yet another new day. Be thy exalted. I praise you. I praise you, Lord. I honor you. I appreciate you. I give you all the glory. I give you all the praises. You deserve it all. I appreciate the Lord this morning. Say, Lord, you deserve it all. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your mercy towards me and my family. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Lift up your right hand and begin to declare upon yourself. Say, I call to myself the blessing that is embedded inside today. The blessing in today, I call them forth. Come to me in the name of Jesus. All the blessings all the favors, all the glory, all the grace, all the breakthrough that is embedded into today, come to me now in the name of Jesus. Call it, call it, call it to yourself. I call favor to come to me now. I call blessing to come to me now. I call grace to come to me now. Health, come to me now. Sound mind, come to me now. In the mighty name of Jesus, declare it. Come to me now. The favor of God, come to me now. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Declare again. Say today, every door I knock shall open unto me. Every door I knock shall open unto me. Powers that stops open doors. I am not your candidate today. Be arrested in the name of Jesus. Therefore, I decree by the decree of heaven that every door I knock today shall open unto me. Every door I knock today shall open unto me in the mighty name of Jesus. Every door that I knock today shall open unto me. The door of favor is opening unto me. The door of blessing is opening unto me. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Say, I take authority over any form of demonic arrow that is fired against me today. Arrows that is meant to delay my blessing. Arrows that is meant to postpone my blessing. Arrow that is meant to stall my release of blessing. I command those arrows to go back to the sender in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Lastly, we are going to declare Say, in the name of Jesus, I walk in the power of God. I walk in the dominion that is in the name of Christ. 
Therefore, everywhere the sole of my feet shall touch, I possess the blessing in that place. Everywhere I will stretch my hand, I shall receive what I'm asking for. The Lord is touching the heart of my helpers and he is compelling them to help me. Because when they help me, they will receive their blessing. In the name of Jesus, I declare that anyone who will sow seed into my life, anyone who will help me today, anyone who will support my vision today, anyone that will support my business today, that will patronize me today, they will receive the blessing of God. And the blessing will be obvious in their life. They will receive obvious blessings that will make them to keep coming back to me. In the precious name of Jesus, declare it. Declare it. In the name of Jesus. As a servant of the Lord, I pour out the blessing and the favor of God upon your life today. And I decree that the Lord will bring to pass all the desires of your heart. Everything you wish for today shall be granted unto you in the name of Jesus. All the doors you have been knocking, heaven shall respond and the doors will be opened unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. It is another wonderful day that the Lord has brought us into. And today, I just want to encourage you. I want you to know, I want you to know that God is working things out for you. I was reading through the book of Matthew chapter 6. Why Jesus was talking to the disciples and everybody that was listening to him at that time. He was telling them not to take thoughts for any day because the enough for each day is the trouble therein. Jesus was teaching the disciple the importance of having a positive perspective to life, the importance of being hopeful in God, the importance of not being anxious and not giving room to anxiety or worries. This is uh, one battle that majority of us we have not been able to win. The battle of worry, the battle of anxiety, the battle of agitations. We worry about school fees. We worry about the school fees of our children. We worry about house rent. We worry about the customers that are not paying for what they are buying. We worry about things that does not even concern us. Those that are living in war-torn areas, they live their life continually under perpetual anxiety and worries because they don't know when a stray bullet will hit them. They don't know when a bomb will smash them. So the world is a, is, a, is a place of worry. No matter how we try not to, we will surely have something that will cause us to be anxious or be worried. Those that are sick are anxious of getting to a doctor to give them the right diagnosis for their sicknesses. Those that are hungry are worried about what they are going to eat. Those that are having insomnia, they are worried about developing other problems. So we have no 
reason not to worry but one of the things that i want to let you know today is worry has fixed no problem anxiety has fixed no problem one thing i developed while growing up while working with god is it takes skin to anxiety and worry no matter what is going on in my life i don't have room for anxiety because i cannot be smitten from two sides you see when you when you allow anxiety and worry what you are doing to yourself is that you have been you are allowing yourself to be smitten on both sides side number one the problem of life is hitting you it's hitting you hard the things you are afraid of they are hitting you hard and then side number two you subject yourself to being hit by anxiety the fact is that our anxiety does not move god neither can our anxiety change any, anything in whatever it is that we are dealing with so when you sit down comparing yourself to other friends that have made it and they have gone ahead of you there is nothing you can do about that there is nothing you're complaining or you're worrying or being anxious can do about that the highest thing that can that the anxiety and the worry can do is to bring in fresh sickness into your life so why should i engage myself in profitless venture a venture that does not add value to me worry and anxiety is a venture that is profitless when you engage in it you are wasting years you are wasting your time because it doesn't move god it doesn't move anything it doesn't change anything says you are worried about your rent is it possible for the worry and the anxiety you are exhibiting to provide the rent for you it will not as i always say when you are anxious and worry in front of people the highest thing that you are going to attract is pity why engage in things that does not bring solution rather bring you pity oh pastor you don't understand believe me i understand do you know how long i've been praying for a husband somebody told me that i was telling her to calm down i was telling her to calm down that at the appointed time of god god is going to answer a prayer for marriage oh he said pastor you won't understand she be you are married i said no 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 you don't understand that i was once like you before i got married i tried in my own way set my own goals set my own standards this is the kind of woman i want in my life i tried approach people that have the qualities that i'm looking for it failed try the first time the second time the third time the fourth time the fifth time it all failed in my own time it was just too disheartening that as cute and brilliant as i am i didn't get a woman to marry <laughs> until i went to god i began to pray i began to 
submit myself to the will of God, let let myself fall down from my high horse, and then humbled myself before the Lord. And God answered my prayers. Worry didn't help me then. I was once suicidal because of heartbreak. Because when you have heartbreak, eh, to be as if the world has ended. <laughs> to be as if your world has ended. So, if I'm talking to you, I'm speaking from experience. Don't say, oh, pastor is married. That's why he's saying, eh, don't worry about if you don't have a fiancé, if you don't have a woman or a man to marry you, don't worry at all. Keep trusting in God. He is married. That is why he's saying that. You don't understand what I've been through. When it comes to life challenges, I have PhD in that regard too. Because some of us grew up, we grew up inside the problem of life. A situation whereby you learn to be hardcore by force. Because nobody has silver spoon to, to, to use to feed you. If you even find a wooden spoon self, you 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 will give thanks to God. So if you understand what it means to grow up inside the problem of life where the dining table that you are using to eat is a problem itself the plate you are using to eat is a problem (laughs) your shoe is crying under your feet for one year and you cannot change it it is obvious that the shoe is tired but you keep wearing it because you, you don't have any other option. You see that person that is going to worry about life. So where we are now, we give thanks to God because it's better than where we were before. Worry kills. Anxiety destroys. Anxiety will make you desperate. And when you are desperate, you jump into the wrong relationship. You compound your sickness doctor tells you this is a diagnosis of what is going on in your life you are like oh god is this how i'm going to go who is going to take care of my children now who is going to take care of my husband now and then that is why that is what you are now focused on every day when you wake up instead of you to confess positive and speak life into your body speak death into that seed of sickness all you do in the morning when you, even when you go to your place of work you put one hand on your, on your desk and the, the palm of your hand is on your face and you are like oh god this is how my enemy is going to die who is going to take care of my children now the question I want to ask you is that tell yourself the truth does the thing, the fear the anxiety, the worry you exhibit does it stop the sickness? Does it fix your problem? You know the answer to that. It doesn't. It will add more problem to you. Now this time they will tell you now your blood pressure is now going up because you have committed yourself to anxious way of life. You have committed yourself to worrying, agitations, fear of the unknown. As long as you continue to do that, you will not have room for faith because faith and anxiety cannot stay in the same place. Somebody who believes in God, that God is able to do for him or her what he, he or she desires, 
there is no room for anxiety in the heart of such person. It's so easy to kick as anxiety out. It's easy to 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 kick worry out. The 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 only way is allow your reality to come to your reality. Understand that this is my reality, and your reality. There is nothing you can do about your reality, except God changes the story. You have no power of your own to change your your story, except God does. And the only thing you can also do about changing the story is for you to take physical step that we alleviate the situation if you know the steps that you need to take to alleviate the situation if it is to go and talk to your pastor for him to offer you counseling open up about what is going on in your life don't die in silence talk to somebody if it is to go and seek a professional counselor who you are going to talk to open up and talk about what is doing you don't die inside if your marriage is not working go and talk to somebody open up let them advise you on what to do don't die in silence if your business is not working look for a consultant or go to your pastor talk to your pastor as i also as i always say every pastor is a life coach you may not know that your pastor may be well vested in the business that you are doing he may have enough knowledge to guide you Every pastor is supposed to have enough knowledge to guide their sheep in every sphere of life. At least that is how I, I view pastoral life and that is what I am working towards. I want to be able to talk to you when it comes to your health. This food you are eating is not good for you. Stop eating it. To avoid us coming back three years later and say, come out, die. Come out, die by fire. Die by fire. Use sickness, use spirit of diabetes. Die by fire. I should be able to tell you that it is wrong for you to eat about at 10 p.m. at night. You are fasting. You are doing seven days fasting. And every day you are fasting. You are breaking with banku. You are breaking with gari. You are breaking your fast with uh, heavy food. It is not rocket science. You are going to develop a problem in your stomach. It's a reality. Talk to someone that is well vested in the knowledge in the area that you find yourself. If things are not working out. Don't keep quiet. Go and look for somebody to talk to. That is why we need to have genuine friends around us. If you don't have genuine friends around you, get rid of the friends that you have that are not genuine and make genuine ones. Because this life is short. It's only one life we have. You don't live your life to please others. You live your life to please yourself and please God. Jesus said, Jesus pointed the, the, the attention of the disciple towards something in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 25. He said, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. It's not the life more than meat and the body than raiment. Jesus is saying, don't even think about it. Oh God, the day has break. Uh, what am I going to eat today? What kind of life is this? Jesus said, don't do that. Just get up. Whatever you have to eat, eat and move on. Don't, don't be the kind of person who sits down and compares his or her life to other people's life. Oh, my neighbor is eating jollof rice every day. God, when am I going to eat jollof? No, don't be that kind of person. Oh, my neighbor is changing clothes every day. Oh, God, when am I going to be changing clothes like this? 
when am I going to look so good in a very fine clothes and you start worrying about things that does not even matter make do with what you have and enjoy yourself enjoy your life in peace kill that worry kill that anxiety in your system have you seen the beds of the hair Jesus was talking about the beds of the hair how they just go around pick whatever they have to eat and then they eat and then life continues the lilies in the valley how they just grow and they wait for their season the trees they don't have mouth to complain they wait for their season when it's dry season they dry up shed off their leaves and that dry season too is also a period of refreshment it's also a period that grants you access to new beginning they just wait for their season when it's rainy season they come up with their fresh leaves they don't worry about anything if you want to enjoy life study your children want to enjoy the life of peace just sit down one day make your children a case study if you don't have children yet sit down around your nephews and your your nieces sit down around them and listen to what they say these guys they don't worry about anything they have their own way of thinking they have their own plans wake up in the morning today daddy i want pie they don't care where you are going to get the pie from. They don't care where you are going to get the money from. It's daddy, today I want pizza. They just come and tell you what they want. And they leave you to worry about the whole thing. Those days I used to be very angry when you ask your parents. Your parents are giving you excuse. Oh, don't worry, I'll buy it for you tomorrow. I used to be very angry. Uh, why is it I ask? and you always you always postpone you will not give me what i want but now i know i know the reason why now i'm grateful for those people that god used to raise me understand that you cannot change your story worrying and being anxious enjoy the season you find yourself find a way of deriving joy in whatever season you find yourself Find a way of keeping your hope alive. That's all we have to do. Look at the economy in our countries now. What can you do about it? You go and be fighting conductors and mates. Why are you charging me? Why is this thing like this? Oh God, what kind of country am I? And you'll be killing yourself silently without you knowing. Find a way of enjoying the moment you find yourself. And understand that your season of abundance will come. Keep your hope alive. Don't let the devil take your hope away from you. Shun worry and anxiety. God bless you. I bless you with the blessing of Abraham, the blessing of Isaac, and the blessing of Israel. In Jesus' precious name, amen. I believe you've been blessed by today's message. Please share to bless your family and friends. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at at_evas. God bless you.